I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check it inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God forever. I want to welcome you to today's podcast where I'll be bringing you inspired words and teachings that will inform you and transform your life forever. But before we go on, let us pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we honor you, we adore you, we praise you, we glorify your name. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for who you are to us. We appreciate you. Lord, the entrance of your word brings light and it brings understanding to the simple. And so we ask that you speak to us and let there be transformation because of your word. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I've discovered that many people don't know. Many people don't know, but the most important thing in this world is the Word of God. The most important thing in this world is the Word of God. Hallelujah. Many people don't know it. People are busy chasing so many things out there, chasing different things in this world, trying to accomplish this and trying to accomplish that. By the end of the day, the most important thing in this life is, this, is the word of God. And if you go to the book of Acts chapter 20, verse 32, Acts chapter 20, verse 32, Paul the apostle was admonishing the brethren he was speaking to at the time. And he says, and now brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. The word of God's grace is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. Hallelujah. It says, among them which are sanctified, the word of God's grace. Hallelujah. Do you need an upgrading in your life? God's word is able to do that. Do you need upliftment? Do you need to own something? God's word will give you the ability to possess, to own the word of God. Hallelujah. And every time, every time we 
ingest the word of God. Every time we receive God's word into us, do you know that there is a transformation? A transformation takes place. Hallelujah. Now, just the way that your body needs food, just the way your body needs food and the food that you eat defines what your body will be like the food that you eat and this is a a known fact hallelujah glory to god the food that you eat it will define what your body to it will it will determine what your body will be like now the word of god is the food for your spirit because man is a spirit he has a soul and he lives in a body now your spirit man needs food and the word of god is food for your spirit hallelujah now the the quality of your spirit will be determined by the quality of god's word that you receive hallelujah glory to god the quality of your spirit will be determined by the quality of the word that you receive into your spirit now if you eat food let's say all you just eat is bread that's the only thing you eat it's not balanced diet it's not balanced and so sooner or later if you keep eating only bread it will tell on your body your body will be lacking nutritions or nutrients vital nutrients and sooner or later it will tell on your body the same way when your spirit is lacking the balanced word of God very soon it will tell you know, there's a sister who um, she was a member of the Czechic church but sometimes she'll be present sometimes she'll not be present praise God and then certain things happened to her at the time and then she was communicating with someone and was saying I'm so scared I'm so scared now anyone that has been with us and check it church for example knows that one of the most important things I say I say dispel fear how declare and say I refuse to fear in the name of Jesus let I'm afraid not come out of your mouth let such utterances not come out of your mouth because I explained that demons operate in an atmosphere of fear once there's fear in an environment demons can easily operate there but if you dispel fear if you fight them dispel fear dispel fear they won't be able to operate in that place and I explained that praise God I did explain that glory to God hallelujah so it's very important to understand very 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 important to understand hallelujah when you receive the right knowledge of God's word you'll be able to stand your ground and fight your fight and win hallelujah the word of God what's the quality of the word you hear there are some people that you know all they hear about now this scripture says I commend you to God and to the word of his grace 
the word of God's grace is the balanced word of God. Because there's the word of judgment, for example. And that was a message mainly to the Old Testament folks. For example, oh, a message came to Jonah. Go and tell the people of Nineveh. Oh, destruction is coming if you don't repent and stuff like destruction is coming. Oh, they're going to die and stuff like that. Judgment is coming. Does that happen in the church age? Hmm, not God. God is not bringing judgment in this age. Who does those things, the natural disasters and stuff? Is the devil. Not God. He's the devil. If you study the Bible, it will give you an understanding of the character of God. Now, God had told Abraham that destruction was coming for Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham began to plead with God. He began to ask God, said, Lord. He began to ask God. He said, Lord, if there are 50 righteous people in that place, will you destroy it? He said, no. He took it down to 40 and 30, took it down until up to 10. For the sake of 10 righteous people in a land, God won't bring destruction. Praise God. For the sake of 10 righteous people. Brothers and sisters, God's people are many. Hallelujah. This is not the Old Testament covenanted people. No, these are children of God washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. It's different. This is the dispensation of grace. And Jesus was the one who came with grace. The Bible says the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. Jesus came and initiated the dispensation of grace. And that's what we have been enjoying all this while. So Paul says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. This message needs to be well understood. It needs to be well understood that we are in that dispensation of grace. I'm telling you, once you understand this thing, it changes everything of your life. Many people are afraid to sin not because they don't want to sin, not because they don't think it's something that they should not do, but they are afraid to sin because they feel like God will punish them. No. The issue of sin has been dealt with. When you don't want to sin, it's because you know it's not the character of God. It's not you. It's not normal for you. If you go on and do those kind of things, it's abnormal. It's not your normal self. Because the real you, you are like God. Hallelujah. So those things, that's why as a child of God, see, there are some things that the people of the world will do and be comfortable with. They'll be okay with them. But you as a child of God, you will have something pricking you and say no. Or you feel bad. That is a sign that you're a child of God. So what do you do? Get up, leave that thing behind and move on. Put it behind you and move on. Receive forgiveness. Let the blood of Jesus Christ cleanse you and you keep on moving. Hallelujah. The word of his grace. Glory to Jesus. Is that, that word is able to build you up. 
and to give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified, the word of God's grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says where the word of a king is, there is power. Who may say unto him, what doest thou? Ecclesiastes 8 and verse 4. Where the word of a king is, there is power. There is power in your words as a child of God, especially when you speak God's word over your life. When you say what God has said concerning you. Hallelujah, there is power. Glory to God, there is power. Glory to God. And so every day you're saying to yourself, I'm moving forward. I'm making progress. My life is for the glory of God. My life is to reveal God's glory. And I'll reveal the glory of God all the days of my life. You know, you keep making statements like that. You're making declarations. I'm blessed. I'm the best of God. The life of God is in me. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I want you to quickly open your Bible to the book of First Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. Now, the apostle Peter goes on to tell us something that is profound about we that are children of God, something profound. He says, being born again, not of corruptible seed. Now, this is amazing. Hallelujah. Not of corruptible seed. The, every human being in this world was brought into this world through a father and a mother. So you had to take the seed of the man and then, you know, it had to be fertilized before, you know, someone comes into being. Now, the reason why people are born and then they live for a long time and after some time, they die. is because of what happened with the first man after his fall. Death came in through Adam. So anyone that is born through that seed, Adam's seed, at some point, the person dies. So the seed of Adam, the seed of man is corruptible seed. Hallelujah. But he says, when you are born again, when you receive the life of God in your spirit, it's a new birth. And he says, that one, that birth is incorruptible. Incorruptible seed. Adam's seed, if you are born of the seed of man, you can get sick. That seed can be sick, can get sick. That seed can fail. That seed can die. But when you are born again, you're born of the incorruptible seed that cannot get sick, cannot fail, cannot die. So it's being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word. By the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. 
You see that? By the word, the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. Hallelujah. So you are unkillable. You are unseekable. You are undiable. You are infallible. But the question somebody will ask now is, why then do Christians die? Two things. Number one, it's important for you to understand that when you were born again, your spirit got born again. But your soul is not born again yet. That's where your mind is, the seat of your emotions, your soul. And then there is your body. I'll give you a very typical example for you to understand these different um, concepts or let me say phenomena. If somebody is, someone has a mental problem and then person, you know, has what you call psychosis, person has mental problem. The person's spirit is in his body. But because the person has a mental problem, the person's mind, the soul, has a problem. It's a problem of the soul. So the person might be healthy physically, but the person has a problem with his mind. His soul has a problem. But his spirit is there. Hallelujah. So if the person, what the person needs is mental healing, it's a problem of the mind. Hallelujah. Now, if you are sick in your body, your soul may be okay. So you're conscious of your environment, you're conscious of everything, your mind is sound, but you are sick. Your body is sick. That's a problem of the body. Hallelujah. So I've shown you the soul and then the body. Now the spirit, anyone that is not born again, anyone that doesn't have a relationship with God, has a problem with their spirit man that's the spirit so their mind could be sound and they reason properly and they function properly with their mind their body could be fine they are healthy they are sound but when they don't have that relationship with god that's a sick spirit or an even dead spirit even though it's there in the spirit realm nobody actually dies Spiritual death basically is disconnection from God. When you're not connected to God, your spirit man is sick. And that's spiritual death. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But when you're born again, hallelujah, and you have that relationship with God, your spirit man is sound. The Bible says through the spirit, you can mortify the deeds of the flesh. You can bring health from your spirit to your body. Do you understand? You can bring health from your spirit to your mind and even your body. There are times where as a child of God, maybe certain things happen and you are having a battle of depression. That's a mind problem. But you're a child of God. You're born again. You can bring healing for your mind from your spirit. How? You begin to talk to yourself. I'm a child of God. I'm born again. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. All oh, the spirit of depression cannot stay in this body. It cannot stay in my mind. The Bible says I have a sound mind. It says let this mind be in you which also was in Christ Jesus. The mind of Christ is at work in me. In the name of Jesus. 
You know, you start talking like that. As you start talking like that, your mind will begin to readjust. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can renew your mind using the word of God. Renew your mind. Hallelujah. Let's say everybody in your family were born in a poor home and you know everybody, even up till now, people are struggling, trying to make ends meet. You can change that situation using the word of God from your spirit. You start by saying, I'm different. You start by saying, say, I'm different. And I know it. I'm different. Then you say, I'm not disadvantaged. I refuse to be disadvantaged. No chance. The Bible says, when men are cast down, thou shalt say there is lifting up. Oh, I declare that my case is different. I don't know what's happening with other people. I don't know what is happening around the world. But I declare that my case is different. In the name of Jesus Christ, my case is different. Then you say, the Bible says, goodness and mercy. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I declare in the name of Jesus that goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. Blessings and abundance. In the name of Jesus, you say it and you believe it. Believe it. When you say it, believe it. Hallelujah. So it's only a matter of time. The world will hear from me. My God, I'm, I'm moving forward. I'm making progress. I'm forcefully advancing by the power of the Holy Ghost. Remember that scripture I quoted earlier. He says, where the word of the king is, there is power. As you are saying these things, power is being released to make these things a reality. Power is being released. Hallelujah. When you are speaking the word of God, over your life, over your situations and circumstances. And I've told you before that you are the number one prophet of your life. Too many people are waiting for somebody who will speak over their lives. Thank God for people who can speak over you. But let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what anybody speaks over your life. It's what you say that really counts. If God from heaven ponders and says this and that and that will happen in your life, if you say no, it won't happen. If you say no, it won't happen. Because the Bible says, my spirit shall not strive with man. He won't force his word in your life to happen. There are people who say whatever will be, will be. That's not true. That's not true. It's what you permit. It's what you allow that will happen. Hallelujah. So you take from God's word, because remember, God's word, you, the Bible says you are born of the incorruptible seed of God's word. So if the word, you are born of the word, you will be sustained by the word. So you take that word and you speak that word to your life. I'm moving forward. I'm unstoppable by the forces of this life. I cannot be stopped. It's impossible. No, I, I die how? Me, accident, not impossible. 
The Bible says he has given his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. In their hands they gently bear me, lest I dash my feet against the stone. I believe that angels are watching over me. I believe it. So their duty is to protect me. Hallelujah. I believe it. I believe it. When you begin to talk like this, oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It doesn't matter. You may not see it with your optical eyes, but it will surely happen. Glory to God. You say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The greater one lives in me. The greater one lives in me. I'm blessed and I cannot be cursed. I'm blessed. Blessed. I'm favored. The favor of God is at work in me. Now, when you start talking like this, the problem with some people is that when they start talking like this, they expect it to happen immediately. They expect things like immediately happens. It doesn't always happen like that. The germination of a seed will determine, will be determined by what kind of a seed it is. There are some seeds that you will plant. And after two days, two or three days, you see it has already germinated. Usually those things are annual, what you call annual crops. The whole cycle doesn't go beyond a year. You plant them at the beginning of the year, by the end of the year or a few months later, they are ready for harvest. And their life cycle is over. But there are some other crops when you plant them, it will probably take weeks before they even germinate from the ground. Praise God. Before they germinate from the ground. Then when they germinate from the ground, it will take up to one year or two years before that thing grows into a tree. To take years. But once that tree grows, it will produce fruit for you for many years, years to come. Years to come. It will produce fruit for you. Years and years. There are some trees that were there when I was a child. And these trees are still there to, till today. Hallelujah. Producing fruits. So it depends. If you are making some declaration and you've not seen it immediately, it just means that this is a tree that is going to last for years and years and years to come. So what do you do? Don't give up. Keep nourishing. Keep speaking the word. Keep declaring. Keep declaring so the world will hear from me. Keep saying it. The world is going to hear from me. I'm a bundle of success. I'm on a happening mission. I'm moving forward. I'm making progress. You keep saying it. You keep declaring it. It's only a matter of time. It's not going to be too long. You will see the manifestation of your declaration. It will be really amazing, but you will see it. You will. Hallelujah. It's one thing that God will have his people understand. Don't <laughs> understand that the word of God is infallible. It works. It works. Oh, I was just thinking. It was April 2012. Oh, I remember. I remember exactly where I was when 
what I want to say now happened. Because I was walking somewhere and at, a, at that time I was having issues. God had already told me that I should. He wanted me to give full attention to ministry. So he wanted me to, into full-time ministry. He had already told me that. So you know when you hear a word, you're checking the word, you want to be sure of what you're hearing. So he told me that I would have to leave the job. I was like, okay, I was watching. Not long after he told me that, that's when you know they came and said, oh, your paper is not correct, this and that and that and that and that. And by the end of the month, you'd have to leave. So I think March, was it February or March 2012 was the last month I had to work in that place. And then I left. When I left, you know, I was pastor of a church. I was working and I was also serving as pastor in the church. And so I was like, Lord God, what's going to happen? I have a family. I have this son. What are we going to do now that I'm not working anymore? And church at that time was small. So it's not like uh, I could hope and say, okay, I'm going to be sustained my church and stuff like that. Hallelujah. And I went down on my knees. I began to cry out to God. I was praying. I remember exactly where I was. I was in the children's room. In the house we lived in that time. I knelt down on the floor. Kneeling, you know, resting on the bed. And I began to pray. And I said, God, change my situation. Change my final. I was just crying out to God, praying sincerely from the depth of my heart. It was a 15 minutes prayer. And I prayed, poured out my heart to God. After that prayer, oh, glory to God, everything in my life changed. Everything in my life changed. And I've said it before, right while I was praying, it was the day I was praying that prayer. It was in April 2012. That was when God told me, say, go and get a computer. It was that prayer. Say, go and get a computer. Immediately I finished praying, I took my phone. Somebody had sent me a message that he has a computer for me to come and pick up. Hallelujah. And from that, that was the beginning of a new phase of my life. That was the beginning of like a transformation that God brought to my life when I knelt down to pray that day. And I look back today, 10 years later, how faithful God has been. Indeed, he has transformed everything about my life, my finances, my ministry, like everything has been transformed. Hallelujah. Now, it didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. There were times where it looked like God's word failed, but I said, no, God's word never fails. And I held on to God's word over the years. There were times I had questions without answers, but I continued to trust God because I knew that the Bible says faithful is he that promised. The one that promised he's faithful. And he would do it. He doesn't fail. And I put my trust in him. It was step by step. Over the years, I had someone, I had posted, God told me to post a testimony of when I was locked up in a detention center. 
He told me to post the testimony of what happened to me when I was there. And I posted it. And there were people that read, they didn't know my life until I put it on social media. They didn't know what was happening with me. And I posted it there. And there were people that saw that post and began to make mockery of me. There was one particular young man who was laughing at me and he was busy spreading news about me and talking stuff and talking trash about me. At the point, I almost regretted it, but God said, no, I told you to put it there. See, when I tell you to share certain testimonies, there's a reason. Let them know you in the state when you were down. So when I lift you up, they will be the ones to share your testimony. That's the point. That's, what he, that's why he told me to share the testimony, and I did. But today, I look back, where are all those people that were laughing at me? I try to look at them. All of them are struggling. All of them are down, down, down. But God has lifted me high up. Hallelujah. God's word never fails. His word never fails. And those that trust him, they will never be disappointed. Never. Hallelujah. Those that put their trust in him, they will never be disappointed. Never. Hallelujah. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. Praise God. Put your trust in God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. God's word never fails. God's word never fails. Trust in God. Trust in his word. Speak the word to yourself. Speak the word to your life. Speak the word to your family. Over time, you will see the manifestation of God's word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we worship you. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you because the entrance of your word gives light and understanding to the simple. Yes, indeed, we have received your word. Yes, we have been enlightened. And we know that we are making progress. As we speak the word, it doesn't matter what we see. We believe that your word is infallible and your word will come to pass in our lives. It's only a matter of time. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. God bless you. And I'm going to be with you again with more inspiring words and teachings that will inform you and transform your life forever. But until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.